0: To earth, what We let you know let you with Beers with bands. Beers with bands. Beers with, bands. Beers with, bands.
1: Beers with bands. How's it
2: going? Good man Good. Super nice to good meet to you guys. My name is Michael. What
0: up? Let's
1: go, man. Good to meet you, man. Thanks nice. for
2: uh, asking us to be on.
1: Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I put out like, a request asking if like anyone had like new people that should be on, and your guys' name came up, and I checked it out, and I was like, fuck yeah, you guys need to be on. So
2: Nice. That's rad, dude. Yeah. Someone suggested this. That's cool. <laughs> that is very
1: cool. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know Troy Parker? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, that was who suggested you guys. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: I'm in a band with him. Yeah. My other band. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> i so many other bands. I'm
1: going to give him a big hug when I see Yeah. Please do. <laughs> what's up everyone welcome back to another episode of beers with bands this week i have portland natives uh or new oregon homies old cross uh how you guys doing good uh, super good <laughs> yeah uh, thanks for having me oh dude thanks i'm gonna say this multiple times throughout this whole episode but thank you uh for being on and wanting to do this um it's always nice when i mean people want to be a part of something so it makes me feel good and I get to, to to talk to people that make sick music, so I'm totally down for it. Alright,
2: yeah, that's a pretty cool gig. Yeah, we liked the uh, bands and beers uh, situation. That that's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, and- it's always a good time. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, so if you guys want to start um, and just kind of go through uh, what your name, like what your name is and what you do in the band for everyone. Cool.
3: What's uh, you, Dylan? I'm Dylan, I play some bass, and uh do some back, backup vocals.
2: Yeah. You do some lead vocals as well. And lead vocals, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully more on the new new record. Oh yeah. Um, I'm Chris, and I write shit and sing and play guitar. Yeah, that's totally accurate. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm Cassidy McGrife, and I am the drummer for our lovely trio old cross
1: tight mm-hmm. um well i mean i always like to to get to know like bands and figure out like where they started from and how they came to be um granted, i know you guys started out a while ago but i mean i'm gonna dive into it how did uh, old cross come to be old cross like how did you three get together
2: um <clears throat> before this band our first record the view was actually the band was called Chris Han band, uh, because I was kind of just writing songs and my idea was to just play with random musicians and tour, whoever wanted to come with me, play bass and drums. And then I kind of got cast started playing drums permanently. Uh, because I mean, he's just, he's like my best friend and he's a good drummer. So it just made sense. And, uh, And then uh, our old bass player became permanent and then uh, he had to leave the band and then he jumped in and we basically became old cross right before that, because uh, it was weird being Chris Han band when it's a full, it's not just me and not band. So, and uh, yeah. And we kind of went from playing pop punk, more poppy melodic to a harder, funner version of ourselves now. Harder and funner. Harder and I
0: harder.
2: said that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, in a nutshell, that brings us to today. Yeah. Chris and I have been playing together since 2006, so it's been many iterations of different things and projects to get to this point, but we're finally, like, super stoked. And we've known Dylan for past four or five years now, and it's just been a really solid fit since we all kind of came together and very similar passions and views and music tastes. So it's just kind of working out very well. Yeah. Right now. Dylan, Dylan plays in a band, uh, well, originally now he plays in question Tuesday as well. Yeah. But we met him through a band called GFL and, uh, it's just him playing bass and his brother playing drums. And we saw them at twilight in Southeast and, it was like the coolest fucking thing I ever saw. And I was like, dang, I need to meet them. <laughs> it's like two twins just playing bass and drums. Oh man. It's just screaming into a microphone. Yeah. I was like, yeah.
3: Super tough, but we were like, you know, don't have you know, don't have a guitarist or someone else. I was like, fuck it, let's just do this. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But. So we met him, met him and his brother through that. And uh then it was just a no-brainer to have him in the band when we needed a bassist. And luckily
3: he said yes. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, I can take out another band. Let's do this. (laughs) I mean,
2: you know. Three bands now. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Question Tuesday as well. And Troy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Troy Parker for uh, suggesting you guys and also suggesting Question Tuesday and GFL. uh, Dang. Dude. (laughs) I mean, it's it's sick because, like, Growing up in the Midwest, you always hear, like, the different, like, big music cities and stuff, and, like, to finally, like, dip a toe in and, like, listen to some, like, locals from, like, Portland, knowing always that, like, Portland's always, like, a huge music mecca, and, like, it all sounds good. Every band that got sent to me, like, I was like, oh, dude, like, this has got to happen at some point, so. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Well, that's much appreciated, man. We Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. We love, uh, like I said beers are cool ciders i'm drinking <laughs> cider actually and uh in bands beers and bands fuck yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. bears
0: beats
2: Battlestar galactica
1: yeah exactly nailed it <laughs> <laughs> um so a little over just about a month ago uh you guys is sophomore uh, full-length came out called Daggers, um, which I've had the chance of obviously listening to quite a few times, and it all sounds really good. What kind of feedback have you guys been getting so far off of it?
2: Uh, it's been really good. Um, mainly, I would say people that knew us before Daggers definitely are like, what made you go into the more aggressive uh, version of ourselves and that just kind of naturally happened um besides that i think we got a review from germany that i don't think they review punk too much because they kept comparing us to like blink and i was like that's kind of just a blanket statement
0: yeah. like everything band- <laughs> yeah
2: every band in our age group sure yeah blinks an influence yeah you're yeah. lying <laughs> um so that was fun Besides that, dude, it's been great. We're stoked
1: for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. dude, it, it all sounds good. So I'm stoked for whatever happens from here. And then, um, I don't want to jump into it like too fast, but you did mention, like, there's a new record in progress. Like, what's what can we expect off of, to bounce off of this one?
2: Um, definitely musically and sonically the same direction uh, more towards melodic hardcore and a little more progressive. Um, I still like writing catchy choruses and stuff that I'll never write away from that. I don't think I just like it too much. Uh, challenging casts as much as I can on drums to do weird shit. Uh, and to get this guy doing more, uh, lead vocals because I love your vocals. Yes. Thanks <laughs> man. Now I put him on the spot. Now he's got to do it. Yeah, exactly. And I like running around playing guitar instead of fucking singing the whole time on stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. Right. And uh well, I don't know. What do you think? Future record <clears throat> Future Yeah, technology. I feel from the the demos that he sent me so far. I feel like it's it's on a similar You'll definitely feel the vibe of this record or "Daggers." Uh, it'll it'll feel cohesive, I think. Uh, but I feel like "Daggers" has a little bit of our friend pointed this out. The latter half of "Daggers" kind of has a little bit of our old EP sound to it, whereas I feel like this new record's going to be kind of more detached from the first EP and kind of become like, closer to the more aggressive styles, I guess. Not every song is gonna be like super fast, in-your-face punk or anything, but we're just having fun doing that right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, it's kind of what's happening. And this year, obviously, it's fucking broken record. Everyone's saying it, but this year fucking sucks. So yeah, it was writing happy melodic songs really isn't where I'm at, you know. <laughs> so yeah, there's cause... that all.
1: Didn't I see that you guys were supposed to like go on tour right at the like right when Corona like fully got bad <laughs> in the U. S. Oh yeah,
2: we had like a it was the week or two weeks before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were about to leave. Everything shut down. Yeah, we had a full we had a full tour, planned for March, and then June was being booked, and then we we're planning on going to the East Coast, around now. And then next year we were planning on trying to get to like Europe or somewhere, um, going bigger. And I mean, we haven't even made it out of Oregon (laughs) at this point. So who knows? Yeah. Our plans just got shit on pretty bad, just like everyone else. But we decided to release the record anyway. We were sitting on it since like April and, uh, we didn't know what to do, but we were like, well, let's just release it and promote it online and do the fucking thing. Yeah. So It's been working out though. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're adjusting to the live streaming and stuff. We definitely want to do more of that soon. Yeah, Um, We were just on a live stream or we were on a stream that was live from their channel. (laughs) Uh, I should say, but uh, last Friday on Suck It podcast, that was cool. So if people haven't seen that yet, check it out. I think we're going to try to cut each song and release them individually, like on YouTube on our own. Okay. So, if we can do more live stuff online, that'll get us by until we can tour again.
1: I think. Yeah, yeah. I know a, a few buddies have been doing like live stream sets on like Twitch and stuff like that. Like, as mm-hmm. far as I know, as long as you're all able to get together, together, that's probably like the best platform because right. everyone seems to be able to pull it off on there. Because uh, me and a buddy have been looking into doing like live stream remote shows. From like different locations, we're just nice. like looking for the right platform to try and pull that off. But yeah, it, it definitely yeah. sucks not being able to go out and do anything or see anything live. And I can only imagine how difficult it is like pushing, trying to push a record, while oh, yeah. having to, like sit on your couch and like, here it is. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I know you can only post it on Facebook so many fucking times to people that have been watching you post things on Facebook for the last ten years. Well, <laughs> Like they're like, okay, we get it. You came out the record. Move on to something else. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, this time around, we uh, we've been working with a dude, Mike, at Earshot Media. Shout out to him; he's been awesome. So he's been helping us a lot with getting the record out. Oh, big okay. Time. Yeah, that was a that was a huge game changer, because it's like he knows hundreds and hundreds of places to send it to. And we were like, we know, we know some places to send it to. It's like, no, yeah. he, he does this shit. Like he has reach <laughs> He's far <okay>. beyond. <laughs> we were like, Oh, okay. That's why that's how okay, you do that. Okay. Awesome. All right. Um, we made a good choice. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, advertising on Facebook seems like a good idea, but I mean, it's just a weird game. Like you put a bunch of money into these ads. I mean, I guess if you sell merch, then you get it back. But I haven't seen any like real results from like, you get a couple follows here and there, but especially when like a lot of work is closed right now, we're not really making any money from touring. Facebook is kind of just a dead end at this point, Mm. I'd say. Well, and like, I mean, how often do you buy a shirt or record, maybe more so record, but like, how often do you buy a shirt from a band that you stumble across online? Yeah, you always do like that, Yeah, you will buy yeah. it when you go see them or whatever. Maybe the record. Once we actually have them, we're still waiting for them. Hopefully, they get here oh, by yeah. the end of the month. For people that see this and they uh, pre-ordered the vinyl for Daggers, it's on its way. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. It's <laughs> gonna Dude, be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna so be careful like everything's so backed up uh i was waiting on like five new records to show up and it literally took almost a month but i mean they're they're so backed up just because the holidays and shit like it sucks Mm -hmm.
2: yeah uh this is my i started a label uh zombie media records and daggers vinyl is like my first actual release like physical release you know
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: it had like that happening right now is like the biggest trial and error and like test it's like the first vinyl I've released and of course it's like delayed and there's all these issues because of COVID and I'm like fuck mm-hmm. like <laughs> when, what a time to start a label like, Right. Like when, when we decided to release the album we contacted the people to get the vinyl pressed and they were like cool yeah it's gonna be at least three months we were like, oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, and it's still going. It's going on three months it's right now. It's going on three months right now. Yeah. But, uh, but it's happening. Yeah. Everyone that ordered, uh, Zombie Media loves you, and so do we. We're sorry.
1: I, I guess this is a, could just be a question directed to you, but like, what made you want to start your own label to dip your foot in that area?
2: Um. Well, I started, uh, like recording and producing bands and I've been building a studio and it kind of just made sense to work like exclusively with certain bands, uh, that I dug and I wanted to help out because I've been doing this forever. And if I could help any bands not step in the wrong direction in any part of the process, even just be like, no, wait, don't do that. Like let's fucking. Cause I've made so many mistakes <laughs> in bands forever. Like, and just pouring money into stupid shit. Um, I just don't want to see bands ripped off anymore. Also, you know, yeah. Let's, let's make a cool record and I'll promote it as much as I can. And uh, that sounded awesome to me. So I'm just going for it. We'll see what it turns into. If it crashes and burns.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, we'll all, you all hear about it. So yeah, well, building, awesome. like, once we started kind of getting out on the road a lot more and just meeting a lot of cool different bands and like meeting like just there's a lot of really awesome people out there and it was just kind of like it made sense and like he was saying to like you know let's just build this group together and yeah Yeah. it's fucking awesome yeah there's there's a lot of like gatekeepers and stuff out there and punk rock police you know that i'm like still want to be involved with. So I was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. And uh, sure enough, people thought that was cool. And they wanted to be a part of it and make some cool records. So Uh it's going well so far, man. He's on uh, GFL and Howlin' Roosters from San Diego were the first bands on the label. Yeah, And I I love it. It's like a little family, you know. Um, We'll see when the millions start coming in we'll see if we're <laughs> at each
1: other's throats, but you know, for now. When you get to that uh Death Row Records label like level. Yes. Oh, oh man. man. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, we're, we're, we're almost
2: there. <laughs> that shit's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watch yeah. those documentaries? Oh, I like them all. was oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Suge Knight. He's a very terrifying individual.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think hopefully he never hears this and hears me talk shit or something. Like I know. <laughs>
2: He's like, you know that local band from Portland?
1: <laughs> oh, no.
2: Okay.
1: Isn't he in prison? Yeah, I think yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah.
2: He yeah. killed somebody like fairly recently. Oh, man. Well, I mean, did he kill Tupac? <laughs> Is that a thing now?
1: I uh, That's I thought, the last I heard, a... but then There's a I, heard it was, I heard it was him and then I can't remember who else I heard was also involved there's, or possibly involved. There's a lyric so right. I know he was
2: in the car, right? With the
3: supposedly, Tupac. there's yeah. a lyric
2: um, oh, that's a somewhere. Twist. Yeah, he, I, I thought it was in a Tupac song, <laughs> and it like it whispers in the back, "Shook shot me," or something. There's like some conspiracy theory. Whoa. Yeah. Oh man. You play it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it <strikes> the murder. Chicago or something like
0: that.
1: But is Pac really dead, or is he like on an island somewhere? I know. That's there's the real also question.
2: That- and like yeah. I just his mom, we could this is a whole thing, but Tupac's mom was like he was born in jail because his mom was a Black Panther. And like she's like been in prison for her whole life. It's a whole I don't know the details, but yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah,
1: yeah I didn't hear pretty- I didn't know that one either. That's very interesting. I hope I'm correct. <laughs> I'm going to Google, re-Google that again. <laughs> but
2: Somebody just told me that. I was like, well,
0: that's pretty
2: crazy. Damn. Yeah.
1: Anyway. No one well, fact-check yeah. this episode, please. Yeah, yeah.
2: Just edit that out if it's incorrect. <laughs> Warcraft just says a bunch of random shit. <laughs> cool.
1: Just, ha- just like have you re-record and just dub over it, like, the correct <laughs> yeah, thing instead?
2: Yeah. With the correct information? We'll do that. We have the technology. Yeah.
1: We'll make it happen. Um, so, obviously, I'm not from Portland. We're doing this over Zoom because Minneapolis is very far away and I'm not about to make that drive uh, right now. So, um, how would you guys like describe your local scene? Because, I mean, like every I feel like every scene is slightly different, but for the majority of the part, they're all the same. Um, like... I'm. I actually am more from Iowa, so I know that scene more. But it's more like. You got people at different levels. You got those super DIY people. You got the people that don't want to play bars and stuff like that. Is, you guys kind of got the the same, stereotypes, I guess. There yeah. when it comes to like local scenes. For sure, there's definitely
2: stereotypes. I think. Uh, but also, coming from uh, we grew up in the Southern California scene when we were young, younger teenagers and stuff. And uh, the similarities to that, like you're comparing to Iowa would be, yeah, there's kind of a slight, I don't know, Southern California, like I mentioned earlier, there's more gatekeepers and <laughs> punk rock police, which yeah. I always like to point out because it's fucking hilarious. But uh, <laughs> out here, I don't feel that as much at all. I feel like everyone is really, just has each other's back and, if anyone does anything shady or like it's more of a community portland's got a a unique thing going on in that at least to me uh Mm -hmm. people really care they buy your records they they give you uh advice on uh where to play and where not to play like when i first moved here i had no idea um and i met jimmy at twilight and everything kind of opened up and he uh he is the one of the bigger bookers in uh portland and he's just he's helped us out a lot all of us i think and whereas uh i've met people like him in southern california that are like totally elitist like fucking sell tickets to play where i'm at or get fucked and uh portland's (laughs) not like that at all yeah and uh so yeah as far as the bands everyone's been awesome there's some really unique bands here As expected, because Portland's unique. Uh, no matter how many people move here from California, uh, great. myself Life. included. Yeah. <laughs> in All uh, fucking three of us. Oh, yeah. three of All us. three of us. <laughs> <laughs> and now I find myself talking shit on California like the last five. minutes. But uh, it's been great. Yeah, I, th- I think it's goes to show like Dylan's in a few bands like it goes like our it's like a little community. It's like every band there isn't a lot of like you know sticking your nose up at the other guys like it it feels like everyone's kind of having a good time and i don't know that's kind of the vibe in portland as a whole i think everyone's trying to be like nice to each other in general yeah it it comes across definitely in the music scene like everyone's very supportive and like oh it's your band's first show like fuck yeah like come on the bill or like you know, touring bands come through and, yeah, fucking have all the money or, hey, crash at our place or, hey, here's a beer or whatever. Like, it, it's, a, it's a cool, very welcoming environment, I feel like. A lot of unique bands that have, you know, definitely punk rock influences, but they're not, like, very straightforward, obviously, punk. Just, it's cool broad spectrum of, of things out here, I think.
0: Definitely.
2: Good basement shows
3: out here, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, a- not- <laughs> yeah. So we, I said there are a lot of basement shows, and it was pretty cool because, like, the three bands that I'm in, we all, they all, like, everybody knew people of other bands. So I'm like, what do you guys want to do? I'm going to throw a house show with the three bands I'm in. Do you guys have any other bands I want to, like, join up? And everyone's just like, I got this band, I got this band. So all of a sudden, like, the house bill turned into, like, three bands. So, like, four in ne- the next month, like, five, and then six, and then seven. <laughs> And it just got huge, but it was cool, you know? And I bring in like another band that no one really knew. And I was like, I'm going to bring them in, whatever. Like, they're, you know, they're punk rockers, whatever, but they don't know any of us. But I want to like, I want to like open my arms to like everyone else and be like, we may not know you, but come hang out at the show, meet some cool people. And, you know, just so everyone's not like, oh, well.
2: Accepting for sure. Yeah. The community is really accepting. Yeah.
3: Like, not like, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure people see that and they're like oh these guys are doing house shows why weren't we invited so i'm like trying to get everybody to be like <laughs> yeah. together you know <laughs> yeah. make this a uh, better little scene but
2: for sure i miss those shows yeah
3: those were the most fun like yeah i don't know just away from the the bar scene sometimes it, it's cool i like the bar scene and stuff but yeah. it's kind of cool to all pack into a house show and just
1: mm-hmm. wreck some shit in a basement and oh man <laughs> Get <laughs> stuck behind like that one pillar in the basement, and just like oh, trying yeah. to rock we out, had, but it's like right in your little way. Little... <laughs> Actually, there
2: was, uh, a water heater, yeah. it was, it yeah. was the, air, the heater, yeah. Oh, the <laughs> last, yeah,
3: right there. oh man, yeah, the last show that we did, someone knocked off like the water heater thing, like this little pump box, or whatever. <laughs> the <It's a>
2: condensation <laughs>
3: pump, yeah, yeah. broken. In and yeah, and I was like, dude, there's a lot of beer getting thrown around, and I was like, and then like. Like that morning, I woke up and shit just kept like water was just like shooting out, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh shit, that's not beer. This thing's just shooting out water." My brother's drum set's just getting soaked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, "Damn," all right but yeah, I was just like, "Damn, everyone, stop throwing your beers!" <laughs> was,
2: like, like "Dang, you guys are fucking sloppy." Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it's just the water heater is about to explode, and we're all just having fun. Yeah, everyone's. Just <laughs>
3: but yeah
2: those are, those are cool you know we got
0: everyone
1: together I feel but,
0: but yeah yeah it's a good scene to answer yeah. your question yeah, yeah. no
1: like, <laughs> that, like that's what we talking about yeah that sounds great like <laughs> as, as someone that's always lived outside of like the the Portland like w- like the lore of it or whatever like it's nice to know that like oh no like all the stories are true like it is really like super inviting and, and everything like that so
2: definitely yeah yeah, I would agree with that.
0: For sure.
1: Sorry, I'm looking at my like list here. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: um
2: also check out Failing Up from LA. Okay. Yeah. LA and Vegas. No. Adam lives in Vegas. They yeah. are Feeling fucking good. awesome. No way. <laughs> I, got,
3: are, uh, <laughs> dang, I we didn't even
1: talk about this.
3: Oh
2: nice abolitionists we're just we just try to be walking billboards for all the bands that we like.
1: Oh dude, that's like the way to do it. Which
2: is kind of funny that you're wearing those two shirts because abolitionist the drummer plays oh, shit. for Failing did. Up. <laughs> that's kinda of weird. Abolitionist is from here and that's Failing dumb. Up's from LA. I don't totally know how they met, but Sean, oh. the drummer from Abolitionist, plays on tour with failing Up. that's right cool it's good job
3: we didn't didn't talk about this before i
1: came over though yeah that's true um so i i always forget to do these during an episode but uh since obviously this is beers with bands um what's everyone drinking chris uh
2: i'm drinking I'm drinking a pear cider because I've recently gone as gluten-free as possible because my body fucking hates me for some reason. Uh, But I've been digging uh, ciders lately because I can drink them. Reverend Nat's Hard Cider. Yeah. Uh, There's something. They're from Oregon. Yeah. I believe Portland. Yeah, it's the Valley of the Pear, 6.8%. Not bad pretty good though it's uh kind of tart for a pair, but i dig it dylan and i are drinking it's i bought it because the label's funny uh <laughs> it's called space rex a hazy ipa from fremont they're out of seattle washington i think yeah seattle but it's a yeah, hold it's a jam, t-rex oh, hold this yeah. it's a t-rex in a spacesuit with an astronaut riding it i don't know if you can see it
1: dude that's fucking awesome but
2: I thought it was hilarious. I just saw bad. And the can says they're from Seattle Earth, which is kind of a fun play. But <laughs> nice. yeah, I thought it was cute and it's pretty tasty.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and for all the listeners, I'm drinking my normal uh, Pabst Blue Ruben because can't yeah, kind of i wrong with I'm the PBR. Oh, uh, yeah. But I, on deck, I do have a Colt 45 40. So uh,
0: yeah, I'm mad. You
1: know. yeah, Fuck man. yeah. <laughs>
2: This interview
0: might
1: go all night. <laughs> yeah. We we can go for my uh, for the record right now. the The longest episode I've done is like three hours. Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah, that was a uh, that was a long night. I
2: have a, I have a bottle of uh, I have a bottle of Castmates Jameson, Jameson. IPA whiskey. So uh, you know, I got about two beers left on this six pack, and then a whole seven fifty of that.
1: So <laughs> I get. <laughs> uh so as as the listeners all know on we we don't take ourselves seriously here oh it's just me i don't know i say we uh i don't take myself no, seriously, I, I myself seriously <laughs> <either>. <laughs> with uh with this whole podcast or anything like that um and we're all about like having good fun times what are some good tour stories show stories uh that you guys have and good is like a loose term it could be like the worst story ever but it's just a good memory (laughs) that you always think of um like you guys have
2: you a pepper spray oh
1: yeah oh shit all right what
2: were you gonna say before that's what i was gonna say that's the the craziest one of all time i think i and it was just right here we tell everyone everyone's like man what's going on in portland like with the riots and shit we're like dude it's it's fine it's fucking not like what you think at all yeah but then we have so many stories that are like i don't know it might be still is a city yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh Uh, yeah so we at our at our probably our favorite place to play uh, twilight cafe in in southeast portland (laughs) it's not a great area but it's not a fucking terrible area really but oh yeah, compared we, to most cities, yeah, we were last. It's fun. We were last on the bill, I think. So it's like, it's fucking. It's like eleven thirty or something, and I'm out at the van, uh, unloading my drums to get set up to play, and this homeless dude. You could tell he's kind of slightly out of his mind. Whatever. Typical. There's a bunch. It's a fucking city. There's homeless people in every city.
0: Yeah.
2: So you just deal with them. You disregard him whatever but he's like going around with the people outside like smoking kind of fucking with them. and so our buddy Todd the door guy at the time uh, comes out and he's like he like kind of walks into the middle of the parking lot and he's like hey man you can't be here you gotta go blah 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 and he fucking like starts the homeless guy starts undoing his boot and he pulls out pepper spray and then, like, socks Todd and pepper sprays Todd. And then our old bass player and I, like, kind of run over and, like, get the fuck out of here. And, like, he starts running after us with pepper spray. Yeah. So our bass, our old bass player, Miles, and I get pepper sprayed, like, five minutes before we're supposed to go on. And, like, we run back in and, like, start, like, telling everybody, like, hey, like, get the fuck outside. The bartender fucking pulls a bat, like, out behind the bar. It was, like, this crazy scene. But the homeless guy was gone. We didn't end up getting playing the gig. I was just- buying drinks for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else is inside. I missed the whole thing. I also missed him coming inside and telling everybody. So I was probably just waiting for drinks. I imagine <laughs> my back turned to all this crazy shit going on. I had no fucking idea any of this was happening. And I walk outside, and I'm like, hey, guys, what what happened what's going on and Cass is like fuck! <laughs> and Miles is like yeah and Todd's like got this big like almost black eye already and I was like I feel like I missed something <laughs> are we still playing <laughs> like we should be setting up and we ended up not playing because Cass's yeah. eyes were I had if I started to sweat any more of that into my eyes like you were down to play for a minute though you're like fuck it let's just maybe we'll shorten the set or something. And then it started getting in your eyes. Yeah. Cause he missed your eyes. I was lucky thing. and he got me on the side of my face, but it was like, just that aroma fucking like, it blinds you yeah. even if it doesn't directly in your eyes. And then it started dripping into my eye. I was like, no. So he had to drive home. I was like, just sitting closed eyes in the van, the whole, the whole way home. And yeah, that was, that was the weirdest Experience one of the weirdest experiences in my life, and it happened to be at a show. And it wasn't even on tour. Yeah, we were. It it was a (laughs) home show. So weird, so fucking weird. But yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah,
2: as far as tour stories go, we've been lucky. We've been asked this a couple times on different interviews and podcasts, and honestly, tour goes so smooth for us. Yeah. we're lucky we, we don't, just we get out there and have fun we sleep in parking lots sometimes but yeah that's not really crazy that's just we'll like we'll like party hobbies. and have a good time but we don't like really go super nuts so like yeah like we, especially when we play vegas yeah cast does not let me go to vegas like we, <laughs> he doesn't let me go to the strip he's yeah. like you can get a fucking uber Uber does strip, but I'm not going with you. Yeah, we're not taking the van there. I think it's It's usually usually two because we have (laughs) because we have like six to eight hour drives the next day. So it's like, all right, what? It's already one when the show's over. Two, depending on where you're at. Yeah. And then like, all right, do we start driving or like? There's usually for us, we usually try to play every night. You know, it's the most. Yeah, it's the best way to do it, really, because you need to make gas money. Yeah, if you and, make thirty dollars yeah. every night, then <laughs> you're solid. Del Taco and gas. Exactly. So I mean, we're we've been pretty dang lucky, honestly. There's oh, Devil's, Devil's Troubadour story where it's the hotel canceled it. on us. Oh yeah, that was an Old Cross, but yeah, Devil's Troubadours, which is an extension of Old Cross, essentially, is the. The rough draft version of old cross i would say okay. um yeah we had a hotel our drummer at the time his fiance got us a hotel in bakersfield in bakersfield and we got there at like 4 30 in the morning we and drove we from oakland from oakland so that's five hours or something and uh not too bad but that after a show you know
1: we got there at like
2: yeah 4 a.m and they were like you guys missed your we were either too early or too, no, we were too late or something. And our drummer was like, he like hopped over the counter and like, he was gonna fight the, <laughs> it was the whole thing, he kicked the side of the hotel. These dudes are passed out in the van, so I don't even know if you knew, you just heard about it afterwards. But it was just me and the drummer that walked up and I was kind of like, I'm I'm not gonna fight these guys, I'll sleep in the van. But he was down and he that was an incredible yeah. experience but we were trying to get to las vegas which it from oakland to las vegas is way too far to drive after a show overnight yeah, yeah from from 1 a.m to 6 a.m yeah and that's a terrible drive so our, we're sitting in bakersfield it's the middle of summer it's probably in the hundreds and we're like fuck it's like the sun's coming up like what the fuck do we do so we just start booking it to Vegas, like, all right, let's see what happens. Everybody sleep while the person's driving. Yeah, I remember coming down the hill when you can see the strip from there. I don't know what, I forget what road, like the 10? I think it's a 15. Freeway. Fifteen, And you could start seeing the buildings. And I remember I basically started hallucinating because I hadn't slept. <laughs> and I probably was drunk like two or three times already that day because I didn't know we were fucking doing this. But it was my turn to drive, and I'm driving into Vegas just – going down that hill i'll Mm. never forget that it's just like the buildings were just going like this and i was like we're gonna die yeah this is how we got (laughs) super super lucky one of our friends from high school we i think we put it out on we put it out on social media like anybody in vegas we're fucked we need somewhere to stay it's 110 degrees (laughs) at 8 a.m yeah and our friend (laughs) from high school cody manley shout out he was like, Hey, I'm I'm actually doing a class uh for workout here. I have a hotel. He's like, Dude, come on down. And we're like, No fucking way. Like random out of town friend happened yeah. to be in Vegas that same day. And Dude, saved, we got saved there us. and he had like Choco tacos for us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he bought us a bunch of ice cream and shit. I was like delirious. So I was like, How'd you know that was my childhood <laughs> favorite ice cream? And he's like, I didn't, they were just free downstairs. And I was like, well, thank you anyway. <laughs> I passed out under a table for like seven hours. Yeah. That was good. That was an awesome show. That was... Uh, we played Beauty Bar. Beauty Bar with uh, Rainer. No, 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 no. No Red Alice and Spanish, and Spanish Love, Song. Love Songs. Yeah. yeah, we were on the Spanish Love Songs tour. That was weird. It was lightning. A lot of lightning. I don't know. Now it, we're yeah, just talking it, about random shit. It was <laughs> raining when we were playing and it was an outside stage and thunder and lightning. It was... It turned out to be pretty badass. That was a really cool show too, beauty Bar. Yeah, hopefully they survived through the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Anyway, yeah, I don't remember. That's the probably the
1: shittiest to tour again. story. Oh, Dylan, you got it. I'm gonna, your I'm gonna run, run to the restroom real quick, and I'll be right back to hear. Well, I mean, I can hear it no matter what, so you can start, and I'll be right back. But. Alright, yeah. you get it. <laughs> right around the Cool I'll do
2: the same. Yeah. We should actually figure out how to uh, plug in your phone. Yeah. Need a charge Well, normally I plug it in from there. There's well, any of the? Do you have an extension cord in here? Or a? Yeah, I do. A splitter? That black one or a brown one next to you? What color? Uh, <laughs> Dad, you need to cool it on the whiskey, huh? I
0: not any whiskey. So.
2: Maybe you need to drink some whiskey, okay? okay okay dylan do you have any weird show stories or anything Uh, playing the liquor you should talk about playing the liquor store in washington oh yeah that was that was fun
1: oh yeah i just hear you played a liquor store in washington
3: yeah oh yeah there's a there's a venue in uh, seattle that we played and it was like a, a liquor store as like a show venue place and they were like selling to like people <laughs> and there's just like beer and these little fridges. It was just so weird. to people that come in, they would like buy some alcohol, watch a band, and be like, "All right, I'm out of here." I, I don't <laughs> know how they did that, but it, it was it was cool. It was a really cool show. Everyone was cool. It was family-run place. Uh, yeah, that place. Yeah, that place was really cool. I think I was probably the first time. I was like, "We're playing in like a liquor store. This is this." I mean, I, I guess you know when you find a venue that's you know. I right. mean, I guess that's what I did with my whole house show and stuff, but I didn't charge anybody,
1: so. Yeah. Dude, no, that's, that's yeah. fucking crazy. I've never heard of, like, like you always see, like, the pictures or videos of people playing at, like, a fucking Denny's or something, but, like, yeah. that's one oh, thing, man. playing at a liquor store. I, f- I feel like that's a whole nother level.
3: Oh, man, yeah. I think the show wasn't about to happen, and then it was going to happen, and then all of a sudden they had complications. So I was like, something's going on. Someone's probably like, wait haven't shows oh, there?
2: Oh, we were supposed to play Head Honcho.
3: Yeah. And then Head and they couldn't do it. it. Yeah. Or something happened or didn't show. some yeah, something like that. But <laughs> that's Head Honcho, I haven't heard artwork. that name
1: in forever. Yeah. What? I said Head Honcho, I haven't heard that name in forever. Oh yeah? yeah.
3: They're from Seattle. Do right? you know the band or is it? Yeah, is that's it? what
1: that's that's what oh, I'm referring okay, okay.
3: to. I thought it was from something else. So I was just like, oh I don't mean, oh, know. <laughs> They're they're awesome. They're an awesome band. Oh yeah. man.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I played with them at that place. I think I played there like two times at the liquor store. And I played there the first time with my band GFL. And they played. But the second time they were gonna play again and then they canceled. Mm. But we are super bummed. But those guys fucking rad. Yeah. Super yeah. good. Oh man. Yeah. But
1: yeah. Uh, oh man. But yeah, no, like how how you were mentioning like coming up with, like, thinking of tour stories when tours have gone, like, so smoothly is really hard to do. Uh, Because, like, so I used to tour manage a friend of mine's band, and I... We would, like, at least try and make it as smooth as possible so we never had, like, shitty stories or anything. We just had, like, shitty drives. Like you were mentioning, like, the next day is, like, oh, an eight-hour drive or, like, the worst drive we ever had to do was from Richmond, Virginia to Toronto, Canada. Like... Like that one sucked, but that was like the (laughs) only like it's only those just twelve to fifteen hour drives.
2: Yeah, and then trying to play, it's it takes a lot out of you just sitting in a fucking car. Like yeah, you don't think you don't realize it, but you're whoops, you know. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. That everyone's like, oh, what's tour like? And we're like, well, we just sit in the van, a bunch of bunch of sweaty dudes. Uh, Yeah.
2: It's like man, I would love to come on tour. It's like, mm, unless you're, like, a part of it, it's not going to be interesting to you at all. Yeah, it's going to be so fucking boring. It's like, you know, in the middle of California, there's nothing to look at. Like, in the middle of driving from L.A. to Arizona, there's not much. Like, it's just fucking boring. (laughs) So if you're not actually, like, involved, it could get very... Yeah, you can go to a dive bar at home. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> not playing, it's like... you can... exactly. You can go sit in front of six people you don't know anywhere. Like, All right. It's fine. I don't know. Our buddy Ricky went with us one time. He met us in Arizona and then did like the last leg of the tour. And he just wanted to get in and out the whole time. Okay. But besides that, he was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do this again. <laughs> and then, uh. Our buddy Paul goes with us sometimes, but he just makes jokes the whole time. So yeah. uh, that is he gets moral, moral support. He he gets it for sure. He's been in bands with us and stuff, and but also like he gets it. Girlfriends, like my girlfriend's always like, "Yeah, that sounds terrible. I never want to go with you guys." And I'm like, "Cool," yeah, because <laughs> you don't. <laughs> it's fucking awful.
1: I always tell people about the time, like whenever they're like, "Oh, that sounds like a great time. Like I'd love to join or something." I always bring up the time that we were driving from we were on our way back to the Midwest from L.A. ish area somewhere in California. So we were going through the desert and our A.C. went out and I'm like, you'll like, it's the most unbearable thing ever. Like, (laughs) don't fucking come in the van like at all. Like, you're going to hate it. Yeah,
2: I drove. a, I drove a 97 Dodge Caravan when I first got my license until I was like 20, which I also only got my license when I was 19. So it's not very long, (laughs) but (laughs) uh, no air conditioning and where we grew up by the end of June, it's a hundred plus degrees in like Riverside where we grew up every day. So uh, I definitely know how that goes. Yeah. Didn't wear a shirt a lot in that then, which (laughs) sounds funny now. Also like it's probably wearing like a, well, we call it a wife beater. I don't know if that's appropriate now, but you know, what I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, fans. yeah. I would. I know. Beater. I know what you're talking about. What a weird wife we've had. <laughs> Sold that thing for three hundred dollars. <throat> I still call him Caravan Chris, dude. To oh this yeah. Day. <laughs> <laughs> Caravan, Caravan Chris. I still hit him with that every once in a while. Hell yeah, red Dodge Caravan. The speakers were great, though. <laughs> I think. They were for us when we were 19. Mm-mm. Anyway, so, yeah. Ooh, you're on to that 40. Oh, hell yeah. Dang. I feel yeah. so fucking lame now, drinking a pair cider. <laughs> I should get a 40. I,
1: I don't know what it is, but lately I've been on, like, this huge, like, 40 kick and then it's really sad when I go to the liquor store because they, I guarantee they know me by now, ne- like oh, yeah. obviously, like, I live in a more, like community-esque area, but like, they definitely know me because I'm that 40 guy, because every time I go <laughs> in I get at least at least two 40s and they're always like, okay, like, there's the fucking bags, like, do it yourself, like get the fuck out. Dude,
2: honestly, I you got to bag your own 40s during COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. You don't have to bag shit out here, which which is weird. You could just walk out of a liquor store with a bottle of j and be like, and just put it next. I think you're supposed to not have it in your front seat. I just put eh, it in my front
1: seat. I mean, we yeah. don't have to bag it here either, but it's more like, oh, you have three 40s in your hand? You're probably going to want a bag. <laughs> like, bags yeah. are over there. <laughs>
2: What are you gonna juggle those out of here? <laughs> uh, yeah. Was that Mitch Hedberg? Yeah, Would you like a bag? No, I'd juggle. <laughs> oh, uh, no I juggle. Oh man! Now I worked. I worked at multiple liquor stores, and all like, honestly, I doubt they're judging you at all. They're probably pretty wasted, because we all were, <laughs> like, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to Super Liquor Mart in Denver, Colorado. Shout out. <laughs> Good times. That was a fun story. Uh, what? Chris is allergic to cats, and our friend Brandon in Denver. Oh yeah, has that's cats. A, that's a tour story for sure. And we were up, fucking drinking tequila, I think, and Bud Lights, and in Denver. And we're not from that high. So we were fucking wasted. <laughs> oh, the altitude. But Chris is yeah. allergic to cats. And he, it was a whole thing. And he had cats. And well, I took. A, <laughs> yeah. Well, I took. That was fun. Because we got there like 2 a.m. And he was still down to party because we had the show the next night. I think we played in Fort Collins the night before. Dang. Yeah, yeah. So we just drove straight after the show from Fort Collins to Denver. Stayed with Brennan. He was like, dude, I forgot to tell you I have cats. I forgot you're allergic. And I was like, it's all good get some, uh, you know, some allergy medicine. And all he had was, uh, like the extra strength Claritin, which is like an upper. <laughs> and so I was like, like, just like grinding my teeth. And like, cause I don't like, I imagine I haven't really fucked with drugs, but I feel like that's what it was like. <laughs> that's what it was like. <laughs> and so I'm just like taking tequila, like, just be like, yeah, like, fuck yeah fuck yeah <laughs> Cass like looked at me at one point like you good I was like yeah and then uh, I had a blowout mattress that deflated within 45 minutes and I slept yeah. on a wood floor I got the couch that night I and screwed. I couldn't sleep because I was grinding my teeth off Claritin <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fucking lame apparently <laughs> yeah that's good Brennan's a good dude yeah shout out to Brennan
1: from uh denver you. it's always great finding like when you do tours and stuff like that is making those connections in different cities and like having those like really close friends because like i got friends in colorado springs uh like richmond um and like that's what made me move to minneapolis is because i had friends from like touring and like show swapping and stuff like that so like it's awesome that you guys are doing the same thing with with him and and all these other people so like that's awesome
2: definitely man that's probably the coolest thing about being in a band and touring is all the friends you make Mm -hmm. like-minded people that just get it Mm -hmm. like you have one 20-minute conversation and you're like you find yourself like wondering what they're doing like in covid yeah like uh chris chris from knockdown like we've only met him like three times maybe but like He's like a homie. And I find myself being like, I wonder what Knockdown is doing right now. Yeah, man, uh so German's name? <laughs> Damn it. We'll edit that out. <laughs> Love you, Knockdown. Uh uh, But I, fuck, what is his name that's so to right Why but did you do that? I don't know. Anyways, move Cause on. Cause I'm the worst. I'll, I'll remember. No. He's such a badass drummer too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm gonna cover one of their songs. I've been doing drugs drugs. I've been doing <laughs> drum covers <laughs> I've been doing drum covers and they're next on my list. And now I can't fucking think of this I've been doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Dude Kobe, Tony that His name's out. Tony. Tony Heckerman. Tony Heckman? Yeah. Heckerman. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Tony's a badass motherfucker and I love Yeah. Him. Check out Knock Down if you haven't already. Okay. I don't yeah. have a job right now, so COVID makes me want to do drugs so bad. I've never done drugs. I've smoked pot one time in my entire life. But, you should tell that story. But right now, I'm just so over it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, knock down. I'm doing a drum cover. Okay, a drug cover. Yeah.
0: You
1: should. You start them, like, doing
2: drug cover sessions? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you start doing drum covers just because of like COVID and you had like weren't able to get out, or were you doing this before that too?
2: No, not really. It was just kind of a random thing that I did one day. I was, I had, I've been like pretty lazy about playing drums until so like we started jamming again, and I was like, "Fuck, I need to play." So I just started like putting on songs and like learning what some of the drummers that I like do i started just started learning their songs and and i recorded one and i was like oh that's cool it, like people actually responded to that like you post something on facebook and no one gives a shit and i was like oh wow people actually like replied to that so i did another one then i did another one and it like people were like yeah i keep doing these i'm like all right cool i've only done a couple so far but it was honestly just random i was like warming up learning other people's songs and it just kind of happened. Yeah. You did mercy music. I did Spanish love songs first yeah. and then I did mercy music and they kind of really inspired me to keep doing it. Cause they were really, really happy. They're really awesome dudes. If you don't know mercy music, they're fucking such a good band. They just put out an, a record this year. So, so fucking good. But they, like, replied to me, and they're like, hey, can we repost it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, wow, like, this is just something random, like, fun. Yeah, it's something fun to do in the community that <clears throat> yeah. everyone's like, oh, and, cool. And he was stoked. Uh, and then I did an AFI cover because they're one of my favorite bands. And I just posted one of our songs. So just, I, it was just random, and people were like, yeah, that's cool. Keep doing it. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And it's inspiring me to keep playing drums every day. So, because we're not able to get together as much as we would if we were, like, playing constantly. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're lucky as a band because, as you can see right now, like, we're all in each other's circle. Like, everyone, I think, at this point has kind of developed a pandemic circle. And because uh, he's the godfather of my son. And we so, work together. Yeah, and we work together. And uh, he is just our best friend so we included him and it's uh we're lucky i know a lot of bands are like doing all kinds of things and they can't be together because of the pandemic so and we have a studio to record in whenever we want so covid's honestly been uh can't really complain compared to most people's situations yeah. for sure yeah. yeah
1: that's good also uh props to you i th- for some reason, part of me thought you were just going to be, like, Dylan, he's just our bass player instead of, like, saying oh, best yeah. friend. So, like, that <laughs> was.
2: And also, he's uh, our bass player. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> now he, uh, honestly, he's also my dog's best friend.
0: Oh, yeah. My That's dog true. doesn't
2: like many people. Yeah. But he sees him coming from a mile away. and. <laughs> exciting. This is very exciting. I like my dogs excited. like me. He wants to eat most people. Yeah. He's like a year old and he's like seventy pounds now.
3: He's took a nibble off me. But I mean
2: he just took some of my yeah, skin, it's a little bit, but it's fine. A little bit. It didn't hit the bones. Yeah, fine.
3: no. Hey, you're good. It's love. Love yeah. love bite.
0: If anyone <laughs> out
2: there is thinking about getting a puppy, don't fucking do it. Don't get a dog, don't get a puppy. Just live your life petless. My man. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> I love my dogs so much. I love dogs, but they are just so much. It's a thing. That price sounds so mean. (laughs) Old Cross hates animals. Animal (laughs)
0: haters.
3: The house I live in, I got five dogs. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts.
2: One of them's a puppy now, too. Oh, yeah. An Australian shepherd puppy.
3: Yeah. It's it's a night. It's, It's cool. I like it. (laughs) I come in and and I get in the house and I'm like this. Oh my god. Oh, pee. Shit. Oh, fuck. I gotta go downstairs. (laughs) But I love those little dogs. Big dogs. Not little dogs.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you have any pets?
1: Uh, We have a cat in the house. Uh, but So, like, right now, I have one roommate that went home for, like, three weeks to go visit family and he took his cat with him. And then I have the other one who just left for a week because of Christmas. So I wish the cat was here because it's fucking quiet and boring as shit.
0: I've
1: done nothing. When they're they're not around, it's like, wait a second. Where's the jingle? Where, Where are they at? Exactly. Dude, one day, so this house like creaks and makes noises all the time. And I could have swore I ho- I heard the jingle from the cat, and I was just lying in bed, knowing I'm the only person in the house, and I was <laughs> freaking the fuck out.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's pretty scary. Yeah, I live in a slightly older house with the basement, so there's that like wood subfloor. Yep. And it's just like, all right, I'm a- I'm the only one here, and that shit that everything sounds like fuck. What's going on out there? What's <laughs> happening? there's, there's a ghost for sure. Yeah. You feel like this, the one time you don't go check, someone's like breaking into your house. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I've had a lot of raccoons lately. Uh, the neighbor left cause I have like a, I live in like a quadplex, Mm -hmm. and like this studio is in like the big backyard. It's pretty rad, but anyway, so our neighbor's deck is like right next to us. And, uh, she accidentally left food out on her patio at the beginning of like fall so now the uh the raccoons like know where to find food and they i'll be walking to the studio at like 2 a.m to like mix i'm working constantly out here and uh i hear like all kinds of shit and it's never a raccoon but i'm terrified of them because i saw them like twice and and they're fucking a lot bigger than you imagine them being yeah they're fucking huge do you guys have raccoons out there
1: yeah, uh, we have raccoons out here. Granted, I haven't seen like many of them since I'm like more in the city than I used to be. Oh, gotcha. uh, but I remember like growing up, my grandma like had like a litter of raccoons that she was like helping raise until they were like big <laughs> yeah, enough to dude. put them back yeah. in the wild. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?"
0: You're, right. you're like, "Okay, That's <laughs> what you're doing. Cool,
1: oh, cool." I was like, "This uh, took us to a whole new level of white, but okay." <laughs>
2: yeah. You're like right on. Uh, yeah dude we'll just be sitting like eating dinner and out like our living room window raccoon will just walk up and look at us and stand up tall and we'll all just be like oh fuck and it's like it can't get you but they stare into your soul
1: oh yeah
2: <laughs> they're waiting for you to like come outside
3: those things just standing just so creeps smart. you out yeah
2: oh man we're it's all like, i don't People that deal with raccoons all the time, they're probably like, shut up. But we're from California, and we had, like, we had rattlesnakes, I guess, but they're not going to stand up and look at you when you're eating dinner. Yeah.
1: How freaky would that be, though? Like, if a rattlesnake just, like, arched up and was just like, <laughs> what's up? Oh, man.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I kind of miss snakes, though. We don't have much snakes out here. I, seen- I saw one on a hike one time. But it was very small. That was the only snake sighting I've ever seen up here. Yeah,
1: good stories. Yeah. yeah.
0: Tight.
1: <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to pick up daggers or any merchandise merchandising, you know merchandising, um, where can they find that? Uh, merch is
2: uh oldcross.bandcamp.com backslash merch just go to our band camp Ooh. in other words also oldcrossband.com uh we have a ton of stuff on there ultimately it still takes you back to our band camp because that's just the best place to pick up merch from anyone it's oh like, yeah for sure for the consumer you know
1: yeah.
2: it's super easy um and the record's on all streaming platforms everywhere. Uh, pre-orders for vinyl are still out. We still have records left. Uh, hopefully January, I'm going to throw it out there that you'll get your records and definitely a care package of shit because we like throwing free shit at people. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Probably some koozies. We have some, uh, some koozies that we made a couple months ago and, uh, they're kind of limited edition, I guess, for anyone that cares about stuff like that.
1: That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, definitely go check out their Bandcamp. Check out... you'll At the Bandcamp, you'll be able to see Daggers and the first EP, um, which we did talk about how it is a little bit of a different change of pace, but I listened to the, to the older EP today, and it's still, like, fucking solid, so definitely need to check that out if you haven't listened to uh old cross yet so please go do that um and pick up a shirt pick up a record I can help people out especially during like these times like this is the shittiest time for any band so you know pick that shit up uh I don't know where I was going I was gonna go somewhere with that (laughs) no the uh the shirts uh we do have new
2: shirts uh, done by uh, Dismay Design. Uh, he's fucking killing it. We have two new shirt designs, and yeah, like you're saying, it keeps us afloat through all of this. Yeah. Um, we bought all our merch and all our our uh, merch packages before the pandemic, so we're just sitting on all this stuff <laughs> that like we're relying on the internet to sell, which isn't very exciting, but yeah, like you were saying, if anyone wants to pick that stuff up, hit us
0: up.
1: Yeah.
2: Oldcross.bandcamp.com.
1: Like I know I'm going to be picking up a record, uh, so all my beers with bands listeners definitely need to be doing that shame shit. Uh, also, it's a it's it's like a solid purple, but it's like a nice purple to it as mm-hmm. well. So like, definitely get that shit.
2: Yeah, we uh, we had the choice to do like the transparent purple or the solid purple and for some reason i don't know if it's just by chance but i feel like every record that i've ever gotten the variants that are like see-through mm-hmm. always play differently okay i don't know if i'm just ripping myself out but that's why we kind of decided to go the solid purple it just seems more quality even though it's all made out of the same shit yeah it just, i don't know um hopefully after this we'll do another variant i think we wanted to do orange after this so hmm. that might
1: be cool. We'll be tight. We'll see.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, in honor of you guys, since we were doing the interview today, I took my uh, LEDs, if you can see them in the background, and I switched them to purple just for today. <laughs> Dude, hell, hell yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. Thank you. <coughs> That's rad. Yeah. Purple's also my
2: favorite color, so it works in multiple ways for me. Purple's your favorite color? Yeah. Hmm. Guess I should have known that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And your favorite color is orange, so it's gonna work out great. Good. Look at that, Dylan. What's your favorite color? Uh,
3: red and green. Red and green. Christmas.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. I don't have just one. I have two.
2: That's a good call. Yeah. What's uh? Dylan has a twin brother. Oh yeah. Shout out to Evan. Yeah, then What's his
3: favorite color? Or uh, floral? his
2: favorite color is blue. Yeah,
3: oh, cool. I'm the red, and he's the blue. Yeah, so.
2: You're <laughs> the red and green.
3: Yeah, the oh, <laughs> fine. Red <laughs> and green. Okay. Well, my favorite color is red, but <laughs> the green's a second. Yeah. Where Where is this going to? The um, colors. And... No, you are talking about the vinyl. Oh, sure. uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Thing. That'd be cool. The purple on the vinyl? To, yeah. it's do a Christmas time. vinyl? Oh, geez. one day. I didn't know your big color was purple.
2: He didn't either. It's yeah, funny. I didn't either. What? Either. I don't think it's oh ever... my god. Okay, I don't feel too bad. In 15 years, <laughs> I don't think it's ever been brought up. How Have we long been long? friends for 15 years? Was it? 2006. 14 years. I was a senior in high school and you just graduated. Yep. Yeah, hopefully those early bands that we were in, we're trying to get on Spotify and stuff. Uh, there's a couple hoops that we got to jump through for stupid reasons. But I'd like people to hear those bands, honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and also us being at the style that Old Cross is at now, like slightly more aggressive, more punk rock, hardcore influence, it wouldn't be as like disconnected as it seems. Like for us, it's kind of always where we've been kind of going. But we got on like a weird loop back around to what we were originally doing years and years ago. So
0: Mm
2: -hmm. it would be a fun thing for people who have no idea about our earlier stuff. It'd be funny for them to hear the progression to where we are now. It'd make more sense, I think. Yeah, and it's like, you work so hard on those early records and like the first bands that you're in. And it's weird. Like the band breaks up and all of a sudden just all that hard work goes out the window. Like yeah. the older I get, I'm like, fuck that. Like, even though I don't think the songs are like amazing, but it is cool. Like we might as well have them out for people, even if, I don't know, 10 people listen to them. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, that's so like, hopefully we could do that. That's what I never like understood with like some bands that, like, put out solid, like, first EPs and stuff like that, and then once they kind of get past that stage, either instrumentally or, like, uh, like popularity-wise, they stop putting the older EPs out there. It's like, I mean, that, that's what makes you guys, like, put it out there. Like, that's what the fans want. That's That's your <coughs> real listeners, that's what they're still looking for type deal.
2: Totally. Yeah. It's super interesting, too. Like, uh, bands that I'm a big fan of, yeah, I totally know what you mean. It's like, why isn't that EP up there? Why yeah. isn't your first record up just because you guys hate it? You know, probably because it's personal. Like, doesn't mean fans aren't into it.
0: Right.
1: For sure.
2: But yeah. It's super interesting to hear people's first work. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's why uh, Bandcamp is cool because at least bands keep their old stuff on Bandcamp. if it's not on Spotify and stuff, but
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah. Also, shout out to Bandcamp for uh, at least doing one day of the month, giving like Mm -hmm. full proceeds to bands. uh, Yeah. Rather than everyone else where they're just taking fucking scalpings. (laughs) Again, yeah, to bring up,
2: like we went through, I decided to go through Bandcamp for merch just because I mean, it's the best option by far. Yeah. I mean, and I don't mind giving them a tiny, tiny percentage because they're giving us this platform, and I understand fucking capitalism on the smallest form, you know? Yeah. They got to stay afloat, so. Um, everything else was just, like, if you go to our website, you click merch, it still goes to our Bandcamp.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, they're killing it. They figured it out before anyone.
1: Yeah. I mean like so I use Bandcamp for like the beers of bands merch that I have and it's more just because that's what I grew up with like finding bands they would all have Bandcamp like all my buddies had Bandcamp for their bands it's it's user friendly it's easy to put shit up I'm not getting paid to say this uh but like it's it was out of like the different options that I was looking into like it was definitely like the easiest to do Dude totally and
2: like with everything that you buy, like merch wise, you have the option to download a record or a song, or, I mean, yeah, I don't know any other website. I remember uh, Pure Volume back in the day was like the, the rough draft of Bandcamp. Okay. And when that went away, I was like, what are we gonna do? Like all the smaller bands have nothing. And then Bandcamp came out and I was like, fuck yeah and then they have the pro where you know bands coming up can make that their dot com and stuff like that's
1: awesome like shout out to them for at least getting the the formula right to make it easier i guess um let's Mm -hmm. see what else we can go over real quick Alright, I'll pull this question out of last year. So, obviously, we're at the end of 2020. We're in this new phase of this new decade. Where do you guys see Old Cross going from here?
2: Uh,
0: <clears throat>
2: kind of like I was saying earlier, we planned on being on the East Coast, like, right about now. or we'd be back from the East Coast. But uh, Europe... <clears throat> Europe and Japan touring outside the United States would be amazing. And getting out to those people. Cause even just with this last record, we've, uh, like t- just today, I was talking to someone from France, uh, sending them a merch package. And it's fucking awesome. It's like, that's what I want to do is I want to connect with people also outside of the U S and just see what else is out there.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, Cause we made so many good connections touring around here. Uh, it'd be awesome to get out there. Yeah, anywhere. <clears throat> Brazil. Shout out to Enda Pipe. Yeah, right. And. uh, what's the skull band from there? They're recording. Aberrant. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fucking yeah, cool too. I think I said it
3: right. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Awesome band. Awesome band. Oh man.
2: Yeah, I think Chris kind of nailed it. Just being touring more. Twenty twenty was gonna be the most we had toured was, was on the schedule. It, it was going to be, that was our main focus. We were, we're going to have the new record and tour as much as we could. So I think, especially after the lockdown of this year, and we'll see how long it goes into next year, but uh, everyone's going to be chomping at the bit to get the fuck back out and playing. And Yeah, we'll see what we can book. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's going to be booking at the same time Yeah, when all this shit's over, so it's like, I don't know if we can get a four day tour down to San Francisco, I'll be happy, you know? Yeah, at this point. And with all the places that are going to be closed by then, like. Oh, yeah, Bender or. What the fuck's going to be Slim's, available? Slims in San Francisco closed. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of venues are
1: closed. Have you guys had like any closures in your local scene yet or no? No. I thought there was. There was a rumor going around, but
2: then it got debunked. So I think everyone's in the clear. There was a rumor that Twilight closed, and that's like our favorite spot. Uh, However, there might be some smaller spots that no one's talking about yet. Nothing's been been, uh, confirmed that it's closed, unless we already knew they were going to be closing or not doing shows or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll be right back. <clears throat> roll it but uh, yeah more videos live streams fucking new music we're already about to start working on new music which is cool you know, I have a fucking record done midway through 2021 and we can start recording that as we please really we're very fortunate to have the studio of our own that we're in right now that we're in right now (laughs) um yeah that's just touring being in the van being on the road and like chris said if we can get we can get overseas somewhere japan or europe or the uk or whatever it may be that would be insane but we're everyone's kind of a year behind and so we'll see i know i'd like to just play like texas <laughs> i'd <laughs> like to get to texas and play like three or four shows next year would be fucking awesome yeah you Cause that, bounce around out there for a yeah, while that was on that was on the list for this year for sure that didn't get checked yeah maybe play some, fest we uh we have some friends people always ask us are you playing fest and i'm like dude i've never ever been hit up by anyone for fest. i don't even know how to play it i think it's like one of those like fight club things like they'll contact you it's like it's (laughs) like all right well like all of my friends are playing so like fucking put us on that shit (laughs) right there and i'm not holding back about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i want to go to florida (laughs)
0: yeah
2: i want to fucking see against me play live at fest that would be great like they did the other couple years ago or last year or whatever. I want Dylan to sing Filthy Punks with us,
1: right? <clears throat> well, I mean, you guys are talking about East Coast. If you ever go through Iowa, let me know. I know uh, I have a buddy that uh, is in, like, the Quad Cities, Eastern Iowa area. He does uh, – shout out to Jake – can't remember the last name. Jake, you know who you are. Uh, he does a thing called Die Fest every year. Which is just like I'm a sick. bunch of punk bands from the area come out, and it's like held in a brewery. So like you have like the barrels all behind you, and it's just fucking yeah, sick. Yeah. So you guys would fit yeah. perfectly on that.
2: Yeah, let's play that. I'll do that. <laughs> crazy that that sounds so good right mm-hmm. now. Like haven't played a show since February. I'll go to. A... No, we played. Did we play much? We played Salem, Oregon at the space. And it was like, not even like, man, we didn't even play that good. <laughs> and it was our last show and it was March. It was the beginning of March, man. Oh yeah. And it was like filmed and we were like, dang. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: That was the last year we played. I remember being like, eh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, we normally play pretty good to be honest. And maybe one out of like every 12 or 15 shows we have that one where we're like, "Damn it! How did I forget the lyrics of a song I've been singing for three years straight?" <laughs> but everyone has that. I yeah.
3: assume I, I I've done that many times. So. <laughs> it, 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 it always that I, I don't know. I, I do the same thing. If, if my own band, like, I forget the lyrics all the fucking time. But it's always cool because you know, if he forgets the lyrics, I hopefully I know them, and I do so i'll probably sing them if yeah. i'm not like stepping on I was like i don't want to step on your toes i'll sing it and then the guitarist from my other band same thing like i'll forget the lyrics and he'll look at me and he'll start singing and i was like yeah all right dude <laughs> yeah so hopefully when chris is not there one of the shows that we have i'll be there for him and i'll be like i'll sing this i got it yeah. but uh but yeah I, don't know. I, I think it happens i don't know in, in that moment maybe
0: sure.
1: yeah
2: But, yeah. um, Anyway, back to yeah dive fest. You said
1: dive fest. Yeah. Uh,
2: I yeah I would drive. Name too. I would leave right the second and drive straight to Iowa. Yeah. If that was happening tomorrow. The van is sitting right outside this room. Yeah. Go. (laughs) Playing shows sounds great. Granted, I would be terrible. We did a live stream, that thing we were talking about earlier. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, it was okay. I definitely was uncomfortable and out of shape and didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I'll still jump around in front of people. And like you said, you could sing the lyrics if I forget all of them.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you said uh, you are a tour manager?
1: Uh, So So, I uh, used to, like, tour manage, like, do merch for a couple of buddies that I went to high school with, yeah nothing like yeah. spectacular but
2: that's so cool that's uh, awesome yeah.
1: drove the van most of, of the time
2: get into this and stuff.
1: uh yeah, yeah so from doing that me and like the one of the original members from that band we started like booking shows in iowa and that that was like my big like into the music, music scene and then like i don't know what it was like 2015, 2016 I kind of hit this wall where I kind of just like stopped doing all that and he took all that over and I just kind of like left the music scene and then the other founding member and me started this podcast but we lived like too far away so like I kind of just took the reins with it and it was my kind of like way to sneak back in and see what's going on and see what I was obviously missing out on with not going back to local shows and stuff like that so it was it's been kind of nice with this ride i've been doing this for about a little over like a year and a half now so i've been able to uh, see. Uh, besides like covid like it was nice to go to like to local shows and see like what the new scenes are compared to like how it was four years ago when i was mm-hmm. active in them yeah. So. yeah you do bands
2: all all different genres it's not like punk rock or rock based, right i was listening yeah. to the tiger
1: uh, tiger driver
2: tiger, tiger driver yeah and he's like a, a rapper right he, he yep. produces beats and he's like a That's hip-hop it. artist
1: yep and then he, and he I, recently came out I with a. I on
2: i clicked on that because the name i was like tiger driver all right i gotta know <laughs> what's going on yeah he probably gets that all the time but <laughs> but yeah you do like he's hip-hop and we're obviously like punk rock
1: yeah but so like
2: Mixed genres, yeah. Yep,
1: yeah, I do mixed genres. Most of my stuff, well, like, most people I interview is either, like, pop punk to punk, because, like, that's usually, like, the genres that I'm involved in anyways. But, like, as long as you're cool and you're down to have, like, a few beers or, like, and you're not a shitty person, like, I don't give a shit what you play. Like, I'll yeah, generally okay. like it. I have no problem. Like, the last episode was a metalcore band or metal band out of Minneapolis or, like, surrounding area, and, like... It's not something I listen to on a like a daily basis, but shit fucking rips. So like, hell yeah, let's yeah. have a few beers yeah, and it's yeah, that. That's do awesome. This, so. You're like,
2: whatever, it's it's cool, let's fucking do it. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm, so. That that goes being a cool, like genuine person goes a long way. Oh like, yeah. No matter what you do, you're fucking sincere and passionate about it. Yeah. Like people will
1: want you on their podcast, for instance. Like it's right. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. And if you put <clears> up sick <throat> shit like old cross does, then I'll definitely want you on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yay! Yay! Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. We got a lot better
2: when Dylan joined the band. I'll tell you that. Love these guys. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I,
3: I hope. I hope. I, I, I hope I'm not like gone and then it's like fucking Dylan, man. What is wrong with him today? <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I, I hope I just, you know. Bring some good vibes to everybody i, I hang around that's it yeah. that's my my goal i don't want to bring no bad vibes no like just everyone being all you know i don't know yeah. hopefully hopefully i can pick everyone up when everyone's down i don't know yeah. and same you oh, know, yeah. it happens to me you
2: know that's what it's about i yeah, think yeah. uh being in a band is like it's a little relationship you know Oh yeah. actually it's a big relationship it's a giant relationship <laughs> and uh i think why this is so comfortable. I mean, this is the most comfortable band I've ever been in. Um, granted, he's always in it.
0: <laughs> I yeah, But I mean, I'm the like
2: third that. and fourth person, it's always <clears> like, <throat> can you be in a van with this person for fucking weeks and weeks? Mm. Can you? And we've been in bands. Work in the studio. Yeah, right We've there? been in bands with some of our other best friends who are still best friends with the oh yeah to this day. And that's not. But it's, it's like, like it's not a diss on anybody. Yeah. Even Miles. Uh, our old bass player before him was great. I mean, there's no yeah. quarrels with that. Uh, it's just, I think what we're saying is this version of Old Cross has been exceptional. Exceptional. I know. Yeah. I wanted to use exceptional in this podcast. That's, there are yeah. was. Nailed it. <laughs> was that in Morrison's vocabulary words this week or something? Uh, He hasn't had vocabulary words. I don't really understand. His kids going to online school, what do they even teach him? <laughs> I don't know what they're learning. He keeps drawing pictures, and I'm like, good work. You could have done that without that, but I don't. I'm like, what's nine times nine? He's like, honestly, Dad? Like, I don't fucking know. And I'm like, all right. We'll We'll learn learn that later. You have to wake up at 8 every morning to sign on. What are you doing? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Honestly, shout out to Morrison. He wakes up. He's 10, or he's 9. He's almost 10 fourth grade he wakes up without me makes his own breakfast gets he goes on youtube for 20 minutes before school because that's what every kid does now yeah they watch like they watch like ultra rich kids like go down slides in their house and their parents are mad that's what kids do now. and uh <laughs> i sound like i'm 45 right now <laughs> I'm, 50, I'm 55 actually uh but uh shout out to Mel. he's a good kid love you and he does know what nine times nine is. He's gonna be like, Dad, what the fuck? He's shot me <laughs> out of the podcast." And I, I don't know what nine times nine is. So, what's nine times nine? I think it's 81. It's 81. My gotta, man. Be,
1: gotta do the finger trick.
2: <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I didn't know about the finger trick with nines. Yeah, I had no idea until this year. Chris knows about a different finger trick, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hello, my man. We're talking about times tables, my man. <laughs> Nines. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. We love each other. Yeah, the bands cool. Bands are cool.
0: Yeah.
2: We're um, lucky to we love each other. I think that's probably not a common theme in a lot of bands. We have a good communication
0: mm-hmm.
2: line, and there isn't a ton of ego in the room. So. If Someone's like, dude, that jump part isn't that great. Let's try something else. It's not like, well, I sat here and busted my ass for seven days to learn this part. It's like, it's like well, it doesn't work, though. Yeah. And it's, it's like, okay. All right, cool. Let's move on. Let's do something else. I yeah. think that goes across the board, and are, we're able to talk and not butt heads and understand it's for the greater good of yeah. the song. Yeah, I like watching. And- I do miss. Uh, speaking of ego, this might sound like I'm being a dick, but it is funny sometimes on tour, watching a band and a drummer does a fill for like three bars randomly, and you're like, "Was everyone cool with that?" Like when they're <laughs> when they were writing it, they're like, "It's like in a chorus," and the drummer's just like, and then it like goes off time, and then he starts going slower, and the rest of the band's just waiting for him to come back in it's like were they cool when they were writing i want to know the writing process everyone (laughs) was like dude that sounds good like no fucking
0: way
1: but on the other end i feel like that's something that comes with like you guys being so cohesive and and like not doing like random fills for three bars or anything like that it comes with the time spent doing music with other people like, mm-hmm. that's probably why you guys are so cohesive is you've been in so many bands and you know, like, okay, this shit doesn't work. Like, we yeah. have to do it this way. Just we have to respectful. find people that work.
2: Yeah. yeah. your other, like, having your other bandmates in mind, like, don't do a solo over this whole song. Right. Like, for the love of God, please don't do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I won't. And it's cool. Like, Cass can straight up tell me this song isn't even close to as good as other songs you've written in the past like month. And I'll be like, okay. And I, I'm, I don't take offense to that. Cause that's just, you know, I'll be like, he's probably right. And it turns out Well that goes honest. along. Well, that's We've been down each point. other for 15 years yeah. also. So that goes into that type of yeah. French. hey <laughs> okay, man, uh, no, you yeah. can do better. And he's like, all right, I, I can do better yeah it's not like a whereas i don't know probably in 2008 i probably would have been like man cast isn't always talking about (laughs) true ego has to be taken out of the equation to have a cohesive band like for sure ego has to be taken out of the equation in life i think to have a successful cohesive life life. (laughs) if you want to get down to it fuck her dad anyway Yep. Old Cross life hacks from Old Cross. <laughs> Get the fuck over yourself.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, well you said
2: tangents were cool, and we really pulled you on a bunch. So. Oh, dude, I'm,
1: I've am i been on, with, the, with these episodes, podcast. I've been on so many, like, wild tangents that, like, I have, this is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Rod, good.
2: That is is, yeah.
1: Like, there's a reason that one episode was three hours. Like,
2: Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, man. Um, All the the podcasts we've been on recently, uh, especially, like, the ones, like, uh, our our PR, awesome dude, Mike, has helped us out with, like, talking to people like you and meeting people through even these podcasts has kind of taken over from a... or it's helped out not meeting people on tour
0: Hmm.
1: like
2: meeting you right now is fucking rad. It's like, we're chilling at a bar after a show. Right. And just talking about random stories. Like, um, I think this stuff is really important right now, especially through the pandemic. So keep doing what you're doing, man. This is fucking rad. I miss this. Yeah. Just hanging out, talking to someone on the phone in front of us. It's cool. (laughs)
1: Like I I, I never thought about it that way about like how like, if a pandemic wasn't going on, it would literally just be like someone going up to a band and talking to them at the bar. Like that's exactly kind of what this is or being like, Oh yeah, I got a place to stay. And then just staying up, just fucking bullshitting and having fucking stories or whatever. So like, that's right? like We're that's perfect.
2: Drinking forties in the alley after the show. right? <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. We're you know? such a, an adaptive species. And it's like on so many levels on the punk rock. Yeah right now as well it's like well we can't do it we didn't even realize we're doing this instead of hanging out our show mm-hmm. just in our nature
1: yep. well um so as we wind down here there's this new question I've been asking on a few episodes um not consistently because I'm not consistent at all obviously uh that's yeah that's not even the point uh but <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Um, from all your tours, what's one song that you heard covered probably the most on a single tour? Covered? Yeah. Uh, damn it. Damn it
2: from Blink-182. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like, over the span, No. no doubt about it. From the inception of Chris and I meeting in 06 to now. Guaranteed, that was the perfect answer because I know we've covered it, fucking an un- unlimited too amount man, of times. Never an old cross. <clears throat> Not an old cross, but
0: well, maybe at a house show.
2: Yeah, because we've covered I that song, yeah. and so many, so many bands have covered that song. Oh. <laughs> CGAF, oh, <yeah>. man, <laughs> it's like so many bands, and it's fucking, it's a good song. Yeah, but like that's for sure
3: the answer yeah 100 percent. yeah i'm pretty sure my band gfl has done it a bunch of times that wasn't from me though that was from my guitarist. But, uh <laughs> i was like uh, cool we could do that you know <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah i could i could definitely see that song i think we i think you guys have played it at our show yeah I don't know though the house show I was so wasted so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, knows? who knows you're gonna play anything and I'd be like
2: yes welcome to my house I'm yeah. wasted oh man <laughs> play damn it all you want oh
3: man I'd see people from the, the house parties and stuff and they'd be like oh man I remember those house parties and I'm like who are you man you're like,
2: Fuck. Fuck. I'm trying to bring people together but I was too wasted I yeah, I was Christmas. Yeah. Oh, dude. what's a what's an answer that you've gotten yeah
1: Uh, so, basically, like, any Blink song is usually covered multiple times. Um,
2: Yeah, CGAF, man. Uh, for,
1: like, my generation, it was more like some Fall Out Boy songs were covered multiple times, like, Sugar Week Going Down or something like that. Uh, I know on one tour, there was at least, at least five different places where we heard, uh, oh shit, I think it's, like, one of the top like paramore songs covered multiple times in different genres uh, by the way
0: business? yeah
1: yeah misery business covered like in different different genres yeah. and each genre still sucked um so <laughs> there was that they
2: don't even play that song anymore yeah i think yeah. not that i'm a huge paramore fan but uh well, i'm a fan of them i just don't really listen to them like that's a line they a went people say they went very pop
1: yeah uh, the band that I used to arrange we they used to cover uh, Fatlet by Sum 41. Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. so good. That's, good. that's probably,
2: yeah. and that's a little harder to play.
1: Yeah,
3: that's definitely Sum, harder
2: than Blink. Sum 41, they got a weird, not bad rap, but I think they were pretty misunderstood for a while. But now oh, yeah. that I'm older and I listen back to those records, I'm like, these are fucking hard. I love right. Sum 41. Those riffs are like, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff, I know the other dude. Uh, plays most of the hard stuff but uh I forgot the sound yeah I forgot the name of Derek. 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 A lot of the shit he's playing, like the more metal Iron Maiden type stuff, that's hard to play and sing. But oh. I think they pulled it off well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love those were my two tops back in middle schools. It was Blink, Sum forty One, The Offspring, and then that was right around I got started getting an AFI back then. It was like Early middle school, and Boxcar Racer was happening. Shit, yeah. yeah. I was totally the pop punk kid. I loved it. I wanted to be Travis Barker. I had the belt buckle. And <laughs> we all had belt buckle. I had the hat and shit. You know. I wanted to be Tom though. Yeah. Which wasn't hard. I didn't start playing like guitar really until high school, so I was definitely. You didn't have to, to be... be good at guitar to try to be like Tom. You had to be. The best drummer ever to try to be like Travis. I could, I still can't play blank songs to, with Travis. To oh God, man, just do
0: the hard. double, yeah. the double back. They're just honestly.
2: so fast, too, which is fucking gnarly. A lot of it's not that crazy, but it's just so fast. I'm like, all right, motherfucker. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think at one point he had like the most, he had like a world record for like the most, uh, either just drum hits on a pad or it was like paradiddles on a pad or some shit like that but like (laughs) it was like insanely fast and i was like what the fuck is going on
2: (laughs) yeah his uh he did a drum lesson type deal at the beginning of the pandemic uh it's on youtube but it's just like him in his living room it's probably like (laughs) march april may probably may when everyone was like all right this is actually a thing so he just started doing like drum pad shit yeah he would do it slow, and he'd be like, all right, this is the real tempo. But he wouldn't do like any speed in between that. He'd just be like, OK, like, do, got, do, do, got, do, do. And he'd be like, here's real speed. And he be like, Bleh. And it was like, what the fuck was that? Like, I've been playing drums forever, and I have no idea what he was doing at all. Still, though. I guess I'm not a drummer. Thank me, god. Me either. Being a drummer sounds terrible.
1: That's so much equip uh, like equipment to lug around. Like fuck that. Like, give me like a right. solid cab and a solid head. Like, <laughs> we're done. Oh, and I'm down
2: to just a combo amp, so I don't even have a cab and a head anymore.
3: <laughs> my, my brother's a drummer, so it's always kind of like when we play at shows, whatever. He's like, "Yo, Dylan, you need to fucking help me." And I was like, "All right, all right, I'm sorry." So he's not just like, oh, "Fuck everybody else." I'm not gonna tell him to help me, but come on yeah. so every time you know i'm hanging out with Cass. i'm like oh Cass, what can what can i do to help you out man i, I got you you know yeah i like hold this drum set and i don't <laughs> want to hit it on anything because when i hit my brother's drum set he's just like fuck dylan are you serious it's like i'm sorry i don't i don't mean it it's just so fucking
2: big i don't know what to do with it. there's always something that hits him in the shin though oh yeah no matter what you oh, get man. hit an ankle in the shin when you're holding like drum stands I do. Never happened to me. (laughs) I do. My ankles are so fucked up from tour. Yeah. I remember Fort Collins, the story we were telling the other night before we went to Denver, I like dropped my road case on my ankle right before we were playing. I don't remember that. And I just, I took a shot right after that and I was like, we're just going to power through the show and we'll worry about it later. And I remember just feeling it swelling up as I was playing and I was like, just don't think about it. (laughs) <laughs> it'll be up. Okay. and then I took that tweaker allergy medicine and I was fine yeah. oh man we were fine sure. maybe we should just do drugs and, uh, sounds terrible. Yeah.
1: Uh, the last tour that <laughs> I that we were part of, I was supposed to be like in a boot the entire time because so I don't think I've told the story on uh, an episode, but fuck it uh so i was downtown i was drinking with a couple of my cousins and we were i was supposed to be the dd and then someone was like oh we're gonna get an uber and i was like fucking game on i gotta catch up so yeah. we end up not getting an uber and walking like the three miles back to like wherever they were staying in the process we're going down like frat row and i'm like fuck these rich kids uh And I ran, There's this one house that was, like, up on this hill and had a long-ass stairs, so I was like, I gotta pee, I'm gonna go piss on their front door. So, I I ran up the stairs, did it, the whole time, my cousin did not, did not wait for me. Looking back, like, I wouldn't wait at the bottom of the stairs, like, that's just. Right, he's like, fuck
2: that, if he wants to do this, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah,
1: fuck it. But the whole time that I'm doing it, like, I can hear people inside, which is, like, the weirdest part. So I finished that, got back down the stairs, didn't trip, didn't fall, no, nothing. But they had taken out the sidewalk ahead of me as I'm trying to, like, run to catch up to my cousin. And it's just straight gravel. And I stepped and just Uh, rolled the ankle so hard that, like, literally it was, like, the size of a softball, like, almost immediately. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no, it's probably fine. Like, I'll be good. Like, I just kept walking on it for, like, the week or whatever. And then, uh, like, I finally went to the doctor. They put me, like, in a boot. They're like, you need to wear this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like, that's cool. But I was supposed to go, like, on the road with, like, eight other dudes, like, here pretty soon. So, like, this is going to be, like, where am I supposed to put a boot if I'm not wearing it, like, if I'm laying down? Yeah. So it just doesn't take it.
2: Yeah yeah damn oh,
1: man. great time though
2: that's that, amazing dude that's, that's a great story yeah right. <laughs> that's a, you would yeah you would have fit right in we would have all been friends for sure oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that yeah <laughs> that's that's amazing thank you for sharing that there's definitely uh we definitely have stories like that but they are
0: secret the stories
1: and then dylan is it like difficult for you uh like having to juggle three different bands or are you able to space it out enough where you give you can give like each band their own specific time
3: yeah um well that's like i don't know i i feel like that's my life right now like i have nothing else that i'm really doing outside of bands and stuff um yeah like that's like that's the thing that makes me happy and i wanted like i want to do as much as i can just to get out there and find you know like friends being bands, learn a lot of things from everybody in the bands but uh but yeah like i definitely find time for for everything um and yeah i, I hope every band that i'm in everyone's just like all right i hope <laughs> you know, till is buddy is hundred percent in this one too and i was like i got i mean I love it. Like, I, I, I mean, I have nothing else. Like, um, like, all right, this song's taking too long. That That's never how it's been. Like yeah. I've always just been like, who wants to hang out today? Like I'm, I'm excited, you know? And I, yeah, it's just, yeah, I guess the, the whole thing would be like, that's like, that's what I wanted to be surrounded by. And that's what makes me happy. You know, definitely during like COVID and stuff. Like, I don't, I get, I get those down times where I'm like feeling depressed, but I'm just like, no, no, can't do this. Let's who who wants to hang out today. Like who wants to do some music who wants to just fucking have some beers, some good times, you know, but uh, I think surrounding myself with just all the bands and stuff and the people makes everything just be okay. You know? So, but I do, yeah, I do find time everybody and I never get stressed about it, you know, because, this is what i've wanted to do my whole life so i'm just like fuck it let's do this you know <laughs> like <laughs> everyone wants to go on tour once i'm like yeah. let's let's do this let's find out some sometimes you know
2: make it happen
3: yeah let's let's make it happen you know
1: so when's the but, when's the like how's it try co tour or whatever <laughs> yeah. oh the the all, all, all the bands yeah, yeah we're all three band? your bands go on one tour and just like fucking yeah,
3: yeah that'd be <laughs> sick we're, yeah I was, I was thinking about it before the covid started like getting a big bus for everybody and just i mean because me and my brother are in question tuesday and gfl and then i'm in old cross so we all kind of
2: and there's almost. at least seven people in every crowd.
3: Yeah, so be- <laughs> yeah. So you know, we're almost all in the same bands. We got the same equipment, same everything. So that would be such an easy like tour. But uh, but yeah, that'd be- yeah, that'd be super rad.
2: That would be nuts, actually. Yeah. Like thinking about everyone that would come along, the combinations oh, of everyone. <laughs> yeah. That would be wild.
3: That'd be nuts. I'm down for that. But yeah, knowing everybody, that would be a cool little tour because I know everyone would get along because we all know each other. Yeah, so we're that'd all be.
2: Already friends, yeah, yeah, I don't think
3: there'd be any outcasts in that'd be like, oh, watch out for uh, my brother.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evan. He's...
3: Yeah, watch out for my, my twin. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Dylan but... and Evan are known to be the, uh, <laughs> the, the crazy ones. The crazy ones of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, They're man. just like the sweetest people ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They're> just like. <laughs> just, like We're going to that. All right, cool. 15 hours, let's do this. Yeah. No, that was, I think, uh, what you were touching on right before the trifecta tour. Uh, You wanting to immerse yourself in music constantly and just loving this lifestyle. Mm. I mean, that was, that's why it was a no brainer when we were looking for bass players after Miles. It was like, well, Dylan is the person we want to be in a band with. And it's exactly what we thought. So great work. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, yeah. He looks great naked too, so. <laughs> you tell him
1: that now? You, <laughs> you had to
0: you go, go, go blink. You got to go you, blink. Heard, you, heard
3: blink.
1: It you heard it here first. <laughs> Catch him on tour. Oh, yeah.
2: Now, I've been, uh, COVID days, I've been watching random old interviews with, like, Tom DeLong and Mark yeah. Hoppus. And they say shit like that like every ten seconds. Oh, they yeah, can't literally, literally they can't the be from.
0: Yeah.
2: They'll rant would be like, well, cool. and then Tom was naked. What was and the interviewer like, what?
3: Yeah, what was the I was watching some last night and they were talking about like making the drummer laugh or whatever. They're all it's a it's a it's tough to make it, uh no, Travis no, Travis laugh or whatever. So he's all but when you make him laugh, you're just like, Oh, all right, cool. We did it. We did it, yes. And I, I thought that was hilarious. And I was like that seems like travis
2: yeah you know he was probably like what the fuck did i get myself into yeah <laughs> these dudes are nuts
3: i think it was when they uh, won an award or something like that and i thought it was uh and then tom was just like I, I i can't i don't know if i can sing this part and he kept singing the all the small things like in that little rehearsal room or whatever mm-hmm. and travis is just like playing drums like he always does because i got like practices like Forever before the show or whatever,
0: mm-hmm.
3: but he was just like, "Dude, you're fine." Like Jesus Christ, like, shut the fuck up! Yeah, shut the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I just watched it last night. It was
2: crazy. Nice. Yeah. Welcome to the. Uh, I know we, we got you into Blink a little bit more.
3: Yeah. No. I, I definitely. Yeah, it was. Oh man.
2: Oh yeah. It's been a while though. I actually, I used to listen to them a lot, but I don't really listen to them too much anymore. I listened to California. No, I stopped oh, yeah. for a yeah. minute when that came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. I loved that. Um. That was that came out like right when I moved to Portland too. So like, nostalgia. Whenever I listen to it again, like, man.
0: The double troubadours. It takes tour. me back to
2: yeah. a place for sure. That's a good new album. The new Goldfinger record <laughs> is pretty cool. I was listening to that on the way over here. I think the first half is better. The second half it gets kind of. It's just really overproduced, and that, what he does.
1: Right, yeah, is what he vocals. does.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. he over melodines everything. He mm-hmm. tunes everything to the T. John Feldman, it's like we didn't have to auto tune everything,
1: right? And that's the thing that sucks <laughs> yeah. is like a lot of bands that you've seen live or you grew up with. You're like, you don't need to do this to them. Like they definitely have a certain sound, and it works. Dude, yeah. And then when you do that, like, it definitely just screws up the whole thing. Like, it still sounds good, but it's just, like, not right.
2: Yeah, totally, man. I think vocal editing in general is an art form in, like, make, keep their thing going. They have an awesome thing going. Like, don't fuck that up. Just boost it a little more into key. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: But, like, you don't have to just oversaturate their entire vocal (laughs) track with autotune because that's yeah. what it is. I mean people work around the term autotune, but that's all it is. You're yeah. it You're on a graph and you're just like, eh. <laughs> like cool. It's fucking crazy. To
1: Technology the point where it sounds tough. like a completely different person. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um if you guys could tour if old cross could tour with anybody who would you guys want to tour with
2: uh man like realistically or just like anybody anybody
1: i, I guess you go with either think, either spectrum
2: yeah what do you think i think on an interview recently i said propaganda man that'd be a crazy <laughs> one. Oh man everyone yeah yeah Basic. yeah, because they're one of just, our like favorite bands by default. Oh, yeah. I think, and it would make sense, but like, who would be a fun tour? Who seems like they'd be but really someone fun that to we tour. can just that we could actually probably tour with? Uh, I I think like Fat Records bands always seem like Get Dead. Boom, Get Dead would
3: be sick. Uh, Bomb yeah. Pops. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: Bomb we Pops. <laughs> yeah we've we've played with Bomb Pops a bunch when in our other band back in the day, but they don't remember us. <laughs> that's
1: okay that's
2: okay, okay. Right, who the fuck are
1: you? that's okay one, one of my friends that used to live in the same house they played with the bomb pops a couple times and he like called one of the, one of one of the members the wrong name oh, so shit. like and they were like on the start of a tour or some shit like that so like I'm sure you guys are good yeah <laughs> yeah
2: I would love to Tour with bad religion, I think. Oh Because just because they're like all time like favorite and like they seem really like smart. <laughs> I would just like to actually meet them. Just I think pick the, as individuals. Yeah. Like, just meet them in general. Yeah. Would be cool. Especially I wish I could have toured with them when they had Brooks Wackerman as their drummer.
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. he's It's the new guy, Jamie. I think so. He's or, really great too, but I really have always liked Brooks Wackerman yeah. as a drummer. Fuck, he's so good. Right. It'd be fun to tour with the Vandals. Also, because I want to meet Josh Freese, too. <laughs> I definitely don't want to tour with Gutter Mouth. Yeah, no. For sure. Shout out to Mark, though. <laughs> yeah. Had it been, like, seventh grade, they would be, like, the first ones I would have wanted to tour with. Because, like, I there. think I did a beer bong of Jaeger with Mark from <gasps> Guttermouth. We played a festival type show and they were the headliner or they were they were on the bill one way or the other. Everyone found out we weren't twenty one. <laughs> and they were like, What the fuck? Bail, bail,
0: bail. <laughs> we went, <laughs> <We're good>. Oops.
2: <gasps> we got kicked off that pretty quick. They that was old bands. Old band things. Yeah. Oh that was that the show that the Briggs Yeah. The Briggs, maybe fuck it was the same festival might have been the different year but the Briggs played and they fucking brought the whole crowd onto the stage and they fucking got their set shut down by the promoter (laughs) which is bullshit because it was like the sickest shit yeah the Briggs were killing it and they brought like everybody and they brought people onto the stage and they got their set cut it was fucked up yeah it was like, this band just put on the best show of the festival. Yeah. And, and that was like Briggs, like, height too. They yeah. were like, they were at their peak. Probably. It's like what, the Around sound way. guy was worried about fucking up an SM57. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out <clears> That's good times. So random. That was in Orange County, California. Yeah. Irvine. Irvine. Irvine, yeah. Meadows. Uh, Not Meadows. Irvine, Lake. Oh, uh, Lake, yeah. Um, But realistically, honestly, that Trifecta tour sounds pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Uh, Knockdown. We're Mm -hmm. supposed to... Chris from Knockdown was going to do a couple acoustic shows with us on the last tour that Mm -hmm. got canceled. Knockdown, Um, Failing uh, Up would be uh, fun. Mercy Music for sure. Actually, that's the answer. Yeah. That's the answer. Mercy Music. I want a tour with them. That'd be fun. One hundred percent. That would be great. Um at this point we're just trying to shout out bands. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um Holland Roosters. They want a tour. That would be fun. Oh yeah, shout out to bands on Zombie Media Records. Cadaver Pudding. Yeah, Cadaver Pudding. It would be fun. They just put out a new record. Yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. uh, if you guys have never heard Cadaver Pudding um, also a great band name they came up with it on a band generator like <laughs> Post Malone s- status uh, that record is awesome uh, MFA just came out with the record that's really awesome like I said Helen Roosters is recording right now I was working on that right before this interview uh, GFL
3: Yeah, we're coming out with ours uh, Chris is doing our, our new record and then uh, Question Tuesday, uh, they just came out their record, too. Yeah. It's awesome. Check it out. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Swiss Army Life. They're yeah. they're not on the label, but they're a rad. Salem Band. Uh, all those bands would be fun to tour with. Oh, yeah. They just do a giant tour. Now, the real uh,
1: question is... is-
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. free Fighters. Right.
1: The real question is, whoever you tour with, uh, whether you, they're your homies or not, are they going to be able to keep up with the party?
2: Right. Will they bring allergy medicine?
1: Or that too? Yeah.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. I am definitely allergic to cats.
1: Will they make sure Chris doesn't die? You know.
2: Yeah. Yes. There's only one responsibility on this tour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think. We're a very, we're down. We have a good time, but like, like I was saying earlier, like we're pretty mellow. Like we're not looking to go out and fucking rage all through the night, you know? Like
1: yeah, you guys are like past if, that phase. If or it what?
2: arises, we we'll hang. Yeah. If it comes up,
0: no, we we'll, can hang. We'll go
2: <laughs> hang, but like that <laughs> on tour, it's just not about on that. tour. It's different because like you know that you have to go play tomorrow night too (laughs) and it's like all right i'm only fucking hurting myself if i do this
0: yeah Yeah.
2: i think that i don't know we're not old or anything but we're not fucking 20 anymore either yeah so even at 20 looking back to like old youtube videos like if we weren't fucked up those videos would be a lot better (laughs) i don't know just learn yeah you learn what you can do we, we ultimately want to be out there and be playing well so like if you paid to come see us we want to <laughs> yeah. be able to run around on stage and play well yeah, yeah. instead of just banter in between songs because we're trying to kill time because we're out of shape yeah <laughs> well
1: because <we'll, laughs>
2: that's what happens a lot especially these songs i'm writing faster and faster <laughs> so water over beer half sure. the time yeah is
1: the ratio? I mean, that, thats what I learned from like the OGs in my music scene. Was like, hey, like, before you play, either have no no drinks or limit yourself to at least two, and that's it. Probably. And then once you're done playing, yeah. you're done playing. Like, fuck yeah, it, do who it cares? Yeah. 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 So I I took that mentality and I would implement it as like in my tour manager self, and it was very interesting to see the guys that would try to like. Escape by that rule, but like bend it oh, yeah. super, super hard. Like, one guy, we were playing <laughs> a show, He was like, Oh, it's only one drink, but it was like the strongest Long Island <laughs> I've ever oh, seen God. poured. And Maybe I was like, right on was Yeah, right on top? I was like, a quarter of this is like one drink, if that. Like, yeah, oh, for real, sit the fuck down.
2: Yeah, you're not fooling anybody. Really. <laughs> Um, totally, man. And another thing that goes along with that is I love putting on a show for people like they came, let's, let's fucking do the, the thing, you know? And uh, I don't want to put on a show for three songs and then the remainder seven songs be out of breath and just standing there. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it's a balance of just fucking doing it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And if you throw up at the end of the set, you know, just push through it. Cause it's your fault
1: either way.
2: <laughs> if you had too many beers, still put on the show and suffer after the show. Cause it's your fault. Yeah. For
1: sure. And then just get shit can wasted afterwards. Cause yeah. most, there's only like two people in the van that drive anyways. So like, fuck it. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> one. I yeah. drive pretty much. All cast, of
2: the time. <laughs> he likes driving though. I That's, like it. Yeah. And, uh, I'll switch off with them. Dylan switches off every once in a while, just so he can rest. But I don't know. You kind of. I like driving, so yeah, mm-hmm. I'm kind of the. I think you always find that
3: one driver in in a band. You always find like, all right, who's gonna, who wants to drive? And that's there's true. always somebody there's the, that's like. At least like,
2: the ideal person. I want to Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that.
3: You know, so that's always a good sign. You're just like, all right, you know.
2: Yeah. I think the last the last time I drove really far that I could think of was probably two tours ago. And we were going through uh, the grapevine into LA. I hate that. And I was, On the five. I didn't realize it. I, I was fine, but I was probably cruising pretty fucking fast. And Kath was in the passenger seat. And I remember him being like, hey man, just fucking slow down, chill. <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck. And it takes a lot for him to like say something like that. And I was like, oh dang, like I was probably flying you just get in the zone like yeah. a passing car. but we're in a fucking van with all this equipment and if you're not driving it's probably sketch so that was probably the last time I drove for more than three hours for sure <laughs> just a really bad area to in drive general, yeah. Yeah. In especially when it gets a little cold gets a little slick
1: before Dude, like, six flags we only had Every tour I was on we only had two drivers it was me and then the lead guitarist from the band because like his parents owned the van and trailer so he was definitely fine and then I was the only person that he trusted to drive the other half of the time nice. but depending on who drove depending on how fast we got there uh, there's been like I I would push that limit and make sure we were there or ahead of time easily and then he would just like meander and i'm like all right like it's it's my turn to drive i'm gonna catch up time like fuck it let's do this
0: yeah
1: Um, but like i remember one time we for whatever reason on the gps he had set it to do no tolls when we were going from like new jersey to new york city so if you you do no tolls on that road it takes you into pennsylvania to come around to come back in oh I made up so much time. Like, we beat the other band that stayed in New Jersey and did tolls. We beat them Damn. into, like, Long Island or whatever we were playing at. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn. Thomas for driving slow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shout out to Dude, yeah. la- last time I drove through New Jersey, because obviously we live on the West Coast. I'm not very familiar yeah. with any of that, but because uh, all you see the stereotypes of New Jersey is like, i don't know like the beach and like guido status but the majority of it i think what i drove through was like forest yeah and i was like where the fuck are we it's like (laughs) new jersey is a trip to me i remember just being like this is not at all what i thought it was like there's it's like really humid it's almost like you're in the south in my mind that might be inaccurate because i grew up in southern california so i don't know (laughs) what the fuck i'm talking about but like uh it was weird. It was humid and it was all forest. And I was like, this does not seem like New Jersey at all. <laughs> weird. And the roads were all crazy, like windy through it all. Weird. Yeah. Bears. And... Apparently, there's a ton of bears out there. Really? That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my New Jersey story. Not relevant. <laughs> None of them
1: were with me. Yeah, uh, well, so we know where to find your guys' music, uh, which I'll put those links in the description of this episode. Um, We know where you guys hope to be, or at least should have been, in 2021 and upcoming. New album coming soon. We'll keep an eye out. Uh, I'll definitely post about it, so any listeners that are listening, any followers that we have, You'll see it um, you've heard some good stories. like I mean you guys have been great like thanks for wanting to be a part of this. Uh, do you have any last last words last shout outs last anything that you want any of the listeners to know about?
2: Uh, check
1: out the videos on YouTube It's
2: always very fun uh we have like five or six them up now which is cool um yeah yeah we're trying to grow that um look out for more probably do another single here soon with a video definitely and uh look out for like we were saying earlier we're gonna chop up those live. we did the live stream of the whole record and uh, I want to chop those up and make them into individual videos okay. of each song. So look out for those probably in the next couple of weeks. It'll be cool. We we spent a lot of time on it and it sounds pretty good. So uh, besides that, I don't know. love everyone. Thanks for supporting the new record. Most of all, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, hell yeah! Cheers, everybody. Almost done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, you cut right. out. Damn. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, it's almost gone. Uh, I want a 40 now. <laughs> what if we make 40s of cider? I don't know. We're so gonna... much
1: sugar. Oh, yeah. I have so many drug store Like, I can't drink ciders anymore because I got so toasted off of like a 12 pack, just killing through it. But that's Damn. a story for another time. Uh, <laughs> next, you know, time. Uh, next time. Next time. Next uh, time. So, yeah, if you haven't listened to. Old Cross, either their old EP or their new full length, go check it the fuck out. Uh, there's limited pre-orders left for the vinyl, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. So if you have, have a chance, fucking go out there and get one. Uh, save a spot for me, cause I'm gonna take one of those. Um, but yeah, definitely keep them on your radar. Shit's fucking dope. Uh, First yeah, out of state band that's not in the Midwest, so definitely showing that Portland's still alive. Um, and like, fucking, jean jacket wearing fucking punks, man. Like fucking sick. <laughs> like I dig it. So, oh man, we are, aren't we? Yeah. 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 thinking about it, and I was
3: like, oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah they're obvious stereotypes. Uh, hard. Um, but yeah, like like I said, like I told you at the beginning of this. Thank you so much for being a part of this. The new album is fucking sick. I love it. Um, Another shout-out to Troy Parker, because without him, none of this would have been possible.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy's rad. Love that guy.
1: Which leads to the next point. Um, Since we're sitting here talking about Troy and how great it was to have someone suggest these guys, um, if you or anyone you know should be part of an episode, Please let me know. Uh, you can find the email on Facebook. Message me on Facebook. Uh, we got an Instagram now. Go check out our Instagram. Message through there. And, you know, who, never, who knows? We could be friends. I'm always down. These guys are, are dope. Uh, future homies right here. So just another another name on the long line of, of the list, you know? So... Um, <laughs> Thank you so much for being a part of this and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: yeah Thanks, man. Uh, until next time, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See ya. Have a good night, dude. Thank you, man. I do listen to a constant wisdom by so many best friends
0: came